Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Two Pete's in a Podcast. I'm Michael Platten and with me I have my friend and sounding board. That's me. Simon Strawn. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Right. We're going to be talking about why is your child coughing? And this is mainly looking at the specific causes. We covered a, a, or touched on it in the previous podcast quite a bit. But now we're going to be covering infections, uh, irritation, coughing and aspiration, and just an overview of the ins and outs of coughing and why. When we look at infections, any infection that is affecting the sinuses as we've said many times, all the throat, all the lungs can cause you to cough. And that's because it irritates the lining of the, of the airways or produces a, a response from the immune system that starts then pouring um, soldiers or white cells into the lungs to try and protect and fight the infection. I'm going to cover just two entities here. There's pneumonia and then there's bronchiolitis. With bronchiolitis, that is caused by a virus, and that virus classically causes wheezing. And why does that is because that virus actually affects the lining of the, the airways, and that airway, or the, that lining then gets damaged and destroyed, and it starts coming off. Almost like when you have a blister, your skin bulges up, and then that top skin comes off. Agree? Mm. Okay. And as that lining comes off, that's happening throughout the entire lung. And that starts blocking the airways and it starts irritating. And then that mucus escalator that we were talking about in the previous podcast tries to f- f- waft this stuff up, tries to push it out. But there's so much of it that it starts blocking the airways. And that's why we get the wheezing when we're breathing. That is very, very different to a pneumonia. That's when you have a bug, either viral or bacterial, but very classically bacterial, where your body mounts a response almost like uh, an abscess in, in your skin or an abscess somewhere. It produces pus. And that fills up the lungs. And that can also cause coughing and shortness of breath and difficulty breathing. So the, the pneumonia that Mike's talking about can be in a very small section of the lung. It doesn't mean the whole lung is infected. But you do get a collection of mucus in the airways that is an irritation uh, and because of that, the body that you're going to try and cough it out. And as you said, bronchiolitis, um, that, that's kind of the baby version of bronchitis. Mm-hmm. It is the same level of inflammation and damage that occurs. It occurs generally in the smaller airways. So a little bit away from the center, much more kind of in the periphery. And, um, it, it generally involves most of the lung. But thankfully, mm-hmm. thankfully, only about 10% of children who get bronchiolitis actually end up in hospital. Most of them deal with it at home and get over it. I think on that, we the only reason why we would admit a child is if they need oxygen. Correct. That's how we treat it. Yeah. We give them oxygen because it's going to take time to get better. Yes, yeah, so I think that's really important is that with the things that cause coughing, uh, it is important, and I'm sure you've had this experience where your doctor will tell you, oh, it's a virus. And I'm sure some of you can get a bit irritated going, oh, he didn't tell me it's a virus again. But the point is that with viruses, we can't actually treat the virus that's causing the infection, but you can treat the symptoms. And thankfully, in most situations, the body does that very well and, and recovers. 
But with a bacteria, that's when you would need an antibiotic. Uh, and it's sometimes really difficult to make the distinction between what's, whether what is going on is caused by either a virus or a bacteria, except in the situation where Mike has mentioned bronchiolitis. It is a condition we know exceptionally well. We know that the children will start to cough. And over the first few days, the cough will get worse and then the child will start to wheeze. And the wheeze will get louder and a bit tighter for the next four or five days. And only then will the child start to improve. So we understand it well. And in that situation, we don't use antibiotics. Mm. And we call them happy wheezes. Yes. Because they're just happy, but they're wheezing. So I think that's right. So we've spoken about kind of lower respiratory tract things predominantly in terms of bronchiolitis and pneumonia. And we will visit these, both of these again in much more detail later on in our series. But any infection of the upper airway, whether it's a virus or otherwise, is going to cause irritation and make you cough. And I think also things that are not necessarily infections, things like if something goes down the wrong hole when you're drinking and you're starting to choke and you've maybe breathed in a little bit of milk or something, which happens, thank goodness, very, very infrequently, because the little valve at the top of your airway called your epiglottis is an extremely sensitive valve and generally shuts off before you get anything down there. But if you happen to get something down, or, you know, if your older child suddenly is playing with a peanut and you suddenly go, oh my goodness, where did that peanut go? Or they've happened to suddenly breathe something like that, that in, they will start to cough. So I think that's the one. And then the last point was about inflammation. And inflammation, yes, can be caused by infection, as we've said, but it's also caused by allergy and asthma. Can I just quickly, quickly go back, segue yep. back to the, the choking? How you know that your child is choking is that they're going to put their arms by their throat. And, and generally in that, uh, it is usually a child who is absolutely completely well who suddenly starts to cough. Yes. Or it's fairly obvious to appreciate because the child happens to be eating or drinking at that same time. Mm -hmm. But the asthma, the asthma, the asthma coughing, uh, I think is also, it's also really important because children with asthma typically cough at night and they typically cough when they're exercising or when they are exposed to something to which is an irritant for them or an allergy. Um, if in the, in the, throes of an acute asthma episode, the children are coughing all the time, yes. But generally, if you're out and about with your child and you see the child coughing at night or coughing whenever he or she runs around at a party or whatever, you just need to let that raise a red flag in your mind that coughing, and I asked at the beginning, is coughing ever normal? Because I use this when I speak to moms who have asthmatic children saying to them, coughing is never normal. Don't ever accept coughing in these children because it's very easy just to go, oh, my child's got asthma, it coughs. We must not allow that. We should be able to diagnose it and treat it so that children don't cough when they have asthma. So I think that's the important thing about the cough and asthma. When is it happening? There are other rarer conditions that we have where children will cough predominantly at night. Uh, so when you, when you do see your doctor, um, and you're worried about your child's coughing, and let's say the cough has been going on for a bit, you'll be asked these specific questions. So it may be worthwhile just remembering that in your own mind about how much coughing, when is the coughing, is there shortness of breath, is it related to eating, is it related to running around, is it more at night time? Mm. I think those are the, the important yeah. things about coughing. Yeah, so the important things about for asthma is daytime coughing, nighttime coughing, exercise yeah. related. The other issues here about... Um, 
you know, the wheezing with coughing, the barking with coughing. We've kind of spoken about that. And just to, just to go, circle back again to this cough plus, cough plus. I think perhaps what we've done now is we've given you cough plus and we've now given you a few reasons why you may want to pay a bit more attention to the cough plus, that it might be a bronchiolitis because there's wheezing. It might be aspirin because the cough is at a particular time of day or because there's wheezing. It might be a pneumonia because there is a fever with rapid breathing. Yes. It might have been a choking aspiration episode because my baby was drinking when they started coughing or where did that peanut go? Or I, I had a child mm. once who was chewing on the top of a pencil and that little eraser thing on the top of the pencil suddenly wasn't there and mm -hmm. had gone into the lungs. So things like that I think are important. Yeah. All right. I think that's a nice overview of why. And uh, Next, let's go into treatment uh, and then we'll finish off uh, our coughing series with warning signs. As always, if your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At two Pete in a podcast. At two Pete in a podcast. TWO, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.